With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tennessee was favored for those that follow those kinds of numbers to go to LSU and win, but I don't know that anybody <laughs> thought that it would be as one-sided as it was. We're joined by Jacob Warren now. The Ball Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Hit that like and subscribe and share button so we can be a part of your Tennessee football coverage. And I love talking to uh, Jacob, and especially after a game like Saturday. First of all, congratulations, man. I I had you guys winning by about eight, um, but mm-hmm. I'm still picking games. And and then you come out there and you just uh, dominate throughout. That I did not see that coming, I'll be honest with you. That's all right. <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, it's, it's um, <clears throat> I don't know, one of those things you go into the game and uh, you're looking at it. And I heard some people talking about, you know, we're, we're three-point favorites, right? Three points, like, you know, that's good. We're not, we're not the underdogs, at least, right, in most of those games last year or – even at the beginning of this year, we would have been the underdogs, right? Everyone thought we would lose. And so um, as little as that, I guess, matters to the outcome of the game, I think, you know, it's cool just to kind of, yeah, the, whatever the spread was or whatever people are expecting us to win or lose by, it's it's good to go out there and just kind of, you know, do what we do. And, and Hendon said it on his TV interview, you know, that this is just, it's what we do, right? This is what we're, we train to do and what we come out expecting to do every week. So um yeah being able to go out and put a lot of points up and um I think we left a lot of points out there too you know Chase Chase McGrath did a great job and he was he was drilling field goals all night or all morning afternoon I guess but um yeah left some points out there and it could have been could have been a bigger win but at the end of the day just happy to to get the win I guess yeah well that's interesting so given the circumstances of the game as you look back how close to to your potential, do you, do you think you were? Because we're never the absolute best in anything right. we do. Right. How close to the potential? You, you're kind of alluding to the fact there was there was room to be better. 
Yeah, I mean, you just um, the goal is not to be perfect, right? Because no one, like you said, no one will ever be perfect in the game and in anything, right? But um, the goal is just to, you know, take everything that the defense gives us, right? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to capitalize on their mistakes. We're trying to, you know, make something out of nothing, right? And so, you know, there's a lot of um, there's some drives that just kind of stall out there at the end, and uh, whether it's just execution on a third down play or um, you know, just not really playing with our tempo, right? The way that we like to play, the way like that we the way that we like to, you know, operate on offense has you know led to, you know, maybe us getting down to the 35 yard line, but then us not being able to go and finish finish those drives, which puts up, you know, seven points instead of well, six points, right? But a potential seven points instead of the three points. And then you know, if, if all that happens, you're you're looking at, you know, a game that that's much more out of hand, you know, 28 to zero versus, you know, 13 to zero, which is what, you know, what, what we went into maybe the second quarter at or whatever. Um, so, you know, it's <clears throat> obviously you can't complain with a win, but um, yeah, there, there's there's things out there that we can still continue to improve on for sure. That being said, how close is this offense and this team to its potential? How much more room yeah. is there? I think I think we're close. I think it's um, most times just a lack of detail, right? A lack of attention to detail, and um, that's something that that it shouldn't waver. But that's something that kind of wavers as the game goes on. And <clears throat> there's points in time where it's really good. It's really solid. Like we're we're pushing the tempo. We're we're catching the ball well. You know, Hendon's making the right reads. The offense line is is keyed into all the protections, and then there's just maybe one drive or or one little little span of drives. It seemed like where, you know, it's not like we just couldn't get anything going, but it just we couldn't we couldn't finish when we needed to finish. We couldn't, you know, whatever it was. I, so I, I think we're 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 close to it, and it's just a matter of of understanding when those moments come up when it's really big when we really need to you know put the foot on the gas and being able to go do it. I think we're close. The Ball Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn Garden. Bassey Lawn and Garden is your home for industrial, commercial mowers, uh, also the residential mowers. Uh, they're worth the drive wherever you might come from because you're going to save a lot of money because they are able to uh, deal with volume. Again, Bassey Lawn and Garden, man alive, it's worth the drive. Go to Bassey.com. Also, Hedger's Trimmers, all that you need for lawn maintenance. Bassey Lawn and Garden brings you the Ball Report with Jacob Warren. So, Jacob, in Byron Young said in his press conference following the game that he didn't specify which coach. And I know you guys were ready to get out of there. So mm -hmm. his, his press session was like, I think, three minutes and 48 seconds. So it, it um, he said that a coach told him, and I don't know if it was, a, it was Josh Heupel or who, but those were the best two days of practice that uh, you guys have had since being under Josh Heifel. Did, did you hear that message as well, or was that maybe just the defensive side? I mean, you know, like the offensive defense are, are separate for a majority of the practice, right? So you never really know what's going on over there. But I think on the offensive side, you know, obviously what I'm seeing is I see guys that are, are pretty locked in, right? Mo most of the guys are, are understanding. The offensive line is understanding – you know, the different looks that we might be getting. And it's gotten to the point where, you know, all right, maybe I made a mistake on that on the Monday practice or the Tuesday practice, but Wednesday, it truly seems like it, it's getting pretty 
solidified in my brain. Like if I see that look, I know exactly what's coming. I know this, I know that, whatever. And uh, yeah, I guess at the end of practice, we all come together and, and coach always asks the defense, like how to go, like how was it? And they all were always saying it was, it was a good practice today. Great. We got better. Like we're, we're locked in, whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we had a good week of preparation. And so that kind of pays off and you see that, that preparation come out on, on Saturday. It certainly did. And then the start with the fumbled kickoff for or yeah. I mean, that's a team that is in a rebuilding mode in a transition period. Goodness knows you've been there yeah. like, twice. <laughs> and um, right. So when that happens, I mean, I'm sure you can empathize. That's got to be a gut punch to their psyche. <laughs> yeah, that's really unfortunate for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate I hate it for him. I really do. <laughs> I said empathize, not sympathize. not sympathize. There you go. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> it was obviously unfortunate for them. You know, we kick, we we're trying to go deep right, and the wind kind of catches that ball and just kind of hangs it up in the air for too long, and and the kid ends up muffing it. And shout out Will Brooks. He's one of my good friends, and uh, made a play on the ball. Did a good job keeping his legs and, and his knees in bounds, and and recovered it. And that's the most exciting thing, right? Because they won the coin toss. They decided to take, to take the ball. So it's like, all right, defense got to go out and get a stop, whatever. And you're immediately able to steal, steal a possession, right? That's what it is. Like you stole a possession. They did not get their first one. We're essentially starting the game with the ball and we get the ball at halftime. That's kind of what you, what goes through your head. So on the off, on the offensive side, you're sitting on the bench, like, all right, let's go defense. Like, let's start this game off, whatever. And then like it's all exciting. Everybody gets up and starts running down the field. And they're like, all right, everybody calm down. Let's go actually score. Right. We got the ball in the 30 yard line. We actually have to go put it in. So um, yeah, no, get, plays like that are, are crazy. And and um sure, yeah, very unfortunate for LSU for that kid. <laughs> too bad. Did you did you sense any um because you've been around a team where I think there was some contentment, some concern about the direction of the program? Did you? I know. I know. Players will talk uh, during games, the chat, um, not chat, but th- there will be some conversation. But mm-hmm. did you sense that they were kind of in this uncertainty mode that maybe you've been in in the past, not not under Josh Heupel, but but previously. We talking about as far as LSU LSU players. Yes. Um, I mean, no, like there's there's chat right there's chatter that that goes on back and forth and and um i think every game you come out and early early on it's very much like all right who's going to kind of start it first right who's gonna who's gonna be the first one that after a play gets up and like gets in somebody's face and kind of starts this this snowball of, of trash talk that happens throughout the whole game and um you know yeah first drive i think you know you get out there and everybody's fired up everybody's juiced up they're mad that that just happened right you know we're excited so we're going out there and we're 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 all rowdy and stuff and um you know i don't think <clears throat> i don't think you see any like any not like there's no um i don't know what the word would be you know they're not down on themselves right they're not doubting their abilities they're not coming out there like oh man here we go like you know like woe is me right like they're not they're not saying that they're i mean they're coming out and they're competing and you're going to get that on every at, from any team you play in this league is is they're going to come out and and they're SEC Division One you know starting football players too like they're they're really good players in pretty much every team you play so you know there's always that high level of confidence until 
you know, whatever happens and whether it's you go up a bunch or, or uh, you know, whether the game's tight the whole game, you know, it's, it's going to be competition every, every rep. So, you know, nobody comes out and is, is thinking, oh, man, here, we're just rebuilding. It's all right. We're losing this game. Like, nobody thinks like that, I don't think. Yep. Um, as far as the, the, we talked about their defensive end, led by B.J. Oligari, mm-hmm. uh, they're really good. And – they essentially, I believe, had 11 tackles, no sacks. The left side, which you have to play without Gerald Mincy, you go Jeremiah Crawford. The mm-hmm. left side was not a factor. The only time really that I thought that Hooker got pressure was on that uh, the defensive back blitz. Mm-hmm. What does it say about your pass protection, particularly on that left side, and um, be able to protect Hendon's blind side? Yeah, I mean, um, J.J., has Jeremiah um, has prepared, you know, the same way that 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 Mincy had prepared, right? They, that was the battle going into fall camp and going into the season was JJ and Mincy, like who was going to start, who's going to play, whatever. Um, so like JJ, JJ's ready for that moment, and he, and it's good for him. And then you know Dane Davis stepped in, and he was able to to you know hold his own, right? He's a great, he's a good player too. So like it's <clears throat> it's just a matter of, of plugging guys in, and um, like I said, as long as everybody's you know, keyed into the spots and the points and, and, and where, where we're working to our protections and, and making our calls and making sure everybody's on the same page. And at the end of the day, it's just a matter of everybody working together and be on the same page. And I think tight ends and running backs have a big, a big part in that too, is, is just trying to make the other guys right. You know, if, if, if one of, one of them cuts somebody loose, you know, we're there to try to try to help them out or, or help them if they get, get beat or whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, I think the, the offensive line and, and, and the front did a really good job of, of just protecting the guy back there. And, um, yeah, obviously, again, they made, 11, they made 11 tackles, right? I don't really know their stats, but, but they're good players too, right? We, we went into it knowing that they would, they would make their plays in, in the run game, and being able to protect Hendon is a really big thing in that game for us. I want to ask you about two guys that I believe have the highest upside on the entire team. And you can tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, if I'm leaving somebody out. I remind you to hit that like and subscribe button. Be sure and share. We greatly appreciate that. The ball report brought to you by Bassie Longard, Man Alive at Sports Drive. I, I look at just the eye test, which gets me in trouble a lot. Right. I, I look at, at this roster, and I think the guys with the highest upside, I'm, I'm – I'm not just talking this year, next year. I'm talking five years from now wearing an NFL jersey or Joshua Josephs and Brew McCoy. Am I wrong as far as upset? No. no, I feel like I knew you were going to say Brew. I was trying to figure out who who else you were going to say. <laughs> um, man, Josh Josephs, I love I love that he's starting to to really you know come into his role and um, kind of find his place and and start to make plays in really big situations because that kid like he's a good kid right he's 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 fun to be around and, and um you know i don't have the best relationship with him you know because just because he's on the defense and you don't talk to him that much whatever but um everybody has been super impressed by him since he got here right because he's you know he's he's not a small guy right he, he's he's not quite as as full and as big or whatever as he will get in the future, right? You think of guys like Daryl Taylor, right? That who these guys, these real tall, real long arms, but really like just like really, I don't know, just very well like built people, right? And so um, he's very fast. He's very physical. Like just all those, all those attributes are going to be really, um, 
beneficial for him and, and for this team and for whatever teams he goes on and plays. And then, yeah, you got guys like Brew who, you know, can catch a stop, can catch a just a little hitch route or, you know, maybe a perimeter screen and, and can drain six, seven, eight yards out of out of the the run after contact. And you have guy like he has the speed to go and run away from people and he and he can make people miss and he can be physical when he needs to be physical and, and he he's really, you know, pretty true hand. Like he can catch the ball really well. So um yeah, obviously the ceiling is is very high for him as well. So yeah. Hey, I, uh, you're going to have to help me. I don't have my schedule in front of me. Who do you guys play this week? Hmm. I don't know either. Um, I'll find out tomorrow when we get in the building and they, they bring up the film, <laughs> bring up the film, the scouting report. So Tennessee, Alabama. Um, by the way, here's a stat for you that I looked up on Friday. So let's, let's assume that uh, when the rankings come out, uh, things go one and eight. How about this? This will be a combined highest ranking between the two teams in the history of the Tennessee-Alabama series. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's big time. That's that's dope. Um, that's what you want, man. That's what you come to schools like this for, you know. That's that's in, that's insane. So, how do you? Uh, and you've done it before. You did it with Florida. You did it really with this week. There was a lot of hype. How do you insulate yourself from the hype and the entire team? How do you just do your job, especially with the game being at home? Yeah, it's the same deal, man. You you go into it, and um, if you're able to handle it, you can look at Twitter. You can look at you know all these reports or whatever. You can look at the news, people, whatever. You can look at all the predictions, and uh, you can kind of you can kind of. Like I said, if you can handle it, you can look at it. You can push it aside and, and get over it. But man, just just stay off Twitter, stay off of you know ESPN, stay off of SEC Network because you know whether it's them thinking that you know we're gonna come out and win, right? Like we're like if they're predicting us to win, or if they're predicting us that you know we're still the same old Tennessee that's gonna lose, right? Like whatever. Like no matter what they say, it doesn't matter because it's not gonna change anything that happens in the game. So I think all we can do is go in and just prepare the same way that we did this past week and. And uh, just like you said, do our job. If it, if my job is to protect, I'm going to protect. If my job is to just help, right, I'm going to help or, or whatever it may be. If if I'm running a route that's just a decoy route, then I'm running as hard as I can and, and understand that, you know, this game isn't necessarily any bigger than others, but, you know, it means a lot to a lot of people and it means a lot to me and it means a lot to the guys on the team. So um, just trying to go out there and do everything we can to, to be successful and, and keep this ball rolling. It's early in the week. What do you know about Alabama defensively? Um, I mean, again, we haven't. I haven't started watching film on them, but <clears throat> you watch them, you know, play the game, and, and you watch their games on Saturdays if you can. And you know, obviously, have extremely talented players on the back end, and, and their linebackers and their defensive line. Like they have good players, and you know, they will, and they will continue to have good players for for a really long time. And um, you know, structurally, they're probably I'd assume play a lot of man, right, and play just try to match up with guys because they have good athletes, and that's what you know. If you have good athletes, put your good athletes on their athletes and let them go. Let them go make plays. So um, we'll see as far as fronts and, and and scheme and pressures and and you know the back end stuff. What what's going on? We'll we'll get into that tomorrow. But um, just trying to take this time, I guess, today to kind of relax and, and reset and 
um, eat some good food maybe and, and then head on to the next week, you know, tomorrow. So completely loaded question. What would a win versus Alabama mean? I mean, do you even think in those regards? I mean, yeah, you think <laughs> that would be the biggest yeah. – this would be, I think, um, it would be one of the more rewarding things that I think a lot of the guys on this team have ever have ever experienced um, in their football career, at least. You know, um, it was awesome because, like in high school, I got the chance to win a state championship, right? And, and I played on good teams, and and we won. I've been five and zero, right, in my life. I've, I've been five and zero, but there's a lot of people on the team that have never been five and zero. I've never been undefeated going into you know this far in the season, so. You know, it's a different scale. Obviously, it's high school or it's whatever. But um, I think just um, it would mean just kind of like, yeah, like we're not there, right? And we'll, we'll never be there until we get there. And and there is is like 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 a great team, right? We're not we won't be there until we truly until we, until we truly do it. And so I think a, a win here would just kind of be like the confidence boost that we need. Like, yeah, man, like. Come on, we can go with anybody in the country, and I think we already believe that. But um, I think it would kind of be for everybody else that that doesn't necessarily believe, or for maybe those couple guys on the team that are like, oh, I don't know, like, yeah, we're good, but are we that good? Um, yeah, it'll kind of just be that that solidifying fine piece for us. Do you believe you're that good? I do believe we're that good. I do believe that we can go in and we can beat anybody. Um, obviously you have to execute you can't make you can't make many mistakes right they're going to make mistakes they're going to you know whatever but as long as we can take care of the ball and we can play our offense and we can just play together and and everyone that's at least on the field truly believes that that we can beat anybody i i'm fully convinced that we can jacob is always great stuff i like and subscribe uh congratulations to you when we set all this up i uh, definitely hope season went well for you because I knew we get to know each other. Uh, I tend to, uh, tend to for you and Cooper both and um, Alabama week before you know it. And mm-hmm. uh, but if I don't talk to you, best of luck. I want to uh, share that as well and just uh, keep it rolling, man. You guys are doing yeah. fantastic. And I know the work that you put in because we visit a lot in the off season before maybe a lot of people know. So kudos on the win. Yeah. Enjoy it, and um, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Jacob Warren, that's the Ball Report, brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. Man, life is worth the drive. Like, subscribe, and share. This has been a presentation of Off the Report. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.